Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 43 of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of opinions. Opinions, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. So, my name is Adam, as always. Hi, Adam, as always. I'm Hi. Matthew Lynn. <gasps> Hi, Matthew Lynn. So, today we're going to make it a little more lighthearted for you guys, because we got a little heavy yesterday, a little dense. <sighs> a, little, you know? a, a little bit. It a was little... a serious day, man. It was a serious day. So... Nothing serious happened today. Nothing, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. So, we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. So, first I want to give a quick little shout out, because we've used this site more so than I think we think at this point. Uh, there's a site called conversationstarterworld.com. And this is where we have found like our hypothetical questions that we've done or the yeah, like man. philosophical or the conver- just regular conversation starters. It's a fantastic site. Um, if you're ever sitting around like just having some drinks with your friends or hanging out, um, just Google it. Yeah. And the- uh, I don't know, read some of the things and just ask your friends. They're kind of fun. Yeah, they are fun. So or listen to us because we do it a lot. That's true. And we're going to do it again today. So we're not <laughs> doing hypotheticals or anything like that that we've actually done before. They have this whole section that's just funny questions to ask. That's it? That's that's it. I and better laugh every time. I, I hope so. I hope the answers <laughs> are funny is what it is. Oh, <clears throat> I see. The answers are funny. Well, that's so, a lot of pressure. I, I, I know. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So, uh, let's see. <laughs> find, find an example. I know. I gonna say, there's so many of, of them here. I've literally seen zero of these. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, here's one. What inanimate object do you wish you could eliminate from existence? What inanimate object <laughs> do I want to eliminate from existence? See, they are funny questions. They are funny questions. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, doorbells. I fucking hate them. That's a good one. It's never someone you want to talk to when it's the doorbell. That's uh, that's because anyone you want to talk to just calls you and tells you I'm here. These days, when absolutely. the doorbell rings, it's a fucking predicament every mm-hmm. time. True, true. Yeah, I, I would get rid of doorbells. Screw them. I feel like I'm just gonna have to almost be in agreement with you. I'm like trying to think of any kind of inanimate object that has annoyed me to the point where I'm like, I just wish this didn't exist. The thing is that all the objects around me are things that I've purchased to be around I I want all the things that are around me true um and it has to be inanimate so it can't be alive right uh so it can't be like weeds no I was thinking like weeds in the front yard Uh but those are alive those aren't inanimate it's true yeah I'm I'm with you on doorbells dude fuck doorbells doorbells suck dude yeah dude they're terrible so Fuck doorbells. What do you guys think? Go ahead and answer your question. Like, anytime we read these, just answer them. Just write in the comments below. And I mean, honestly, while you're at it, you could get rid of airplanes, too. I know a lot of people use them, but I never do. Yeah, so, sorry, everyone. Yeah, I would sacrifice all your guys' airplanes. I keep airplanes, but I, I respect your opinion. I respect your right to have your opinion, but the airplanes stay for me. But fuck doorbells. Okay. Fuck all doorbells. Right. I'll meet you in the middle. All right. All right. Here, you can... I'm looking oh, through these. Let's you can see read here. another one. What are some of the nicknames you have for customers or coworkers? <laughs> <laughs> okay, blast. so... I just oh, put Adam on blast. So before I answer this, I'm just going to say... 
I'm I'm not even going to bring my current job into this mix. I'm just gonna bring good up choices, past jobs. Good you choices. Know. Uh, bitch has been one. Oh my, you know, that's a heck of a nickname. Before. That's not a nickname. Uh, <laughs> that's just a name. It's like a lighthearted, uh, nice nickname. But I feel like there's just never been nicknames. It's always just been you just insult people you don't like when they're not looking, and that's what we did. I worked know? with a dude named Cody, and we called him Codes. Really? Well, I called him Codes. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like a common one. That's a fun one. I have a lot of actually at my current job, I have a lot of random ones now that people have called me for some reason. So one is Scott Tiffany Adams. Don't know why. Just That's what people that call happened. you. Yeah, currently call me. Why? I don't just I don't generation Zers. Scott Tiffany Adams. That must be something we don't know about. It was, honestly, I don't even know how it got started. I, I think it was, there was somebody who no longer works at my job, and they they just made, I don't even know how I got into it. They just made some random comment and then transformed it into something else, and then it just caught on with everybody at work. So it's not like they call <laughs> me that constantly. It's just every now and then they'll be like, Scott, you know, and it comes from Scott Tiffany Adams. You know what we do nicknames a lot to mm-hmm. is um, celebrities. We That's give a, true. Me and Adam in particular, mostly the ones that we enjoy, mm-hmm. they get a nickname. Um, so what are some examples? We got Sandy B. Sandy B, that's right. We love to hate her. So mm-hmm. that's Sandra Bullock. Um, who else do we got? We got uh, even Trump right now is Daddy T. Trump is Daddy T. <laughs> yep, Trump that's a is fun Daddy one. T. Anytime you hear us talk about Daddy T, that's what we mean. Mm-hmm. Um, you got you got J Law. J Law. J Lo. J Lo, but that's a common <laughs> more one. common one. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence is J Law. Mm-hmm. She's great. I usually call Matthew McConaughey the McConaughey. The McConaughey. Yeah, <laughs> call him the McConster. The McConster. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. a monster, but the McConster. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other ones. Uh, well, I mean James. Franco, we usually just call Franco, but I think that's a common one too. Franco, or we have other things we've called him too. That's, you know, you know whatever. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's Leo, he's my favorite. Leo, that's yeah. That's just his name, but it's enough said. You don't have to say any more than that. I feel like that's about it, though. I'm trying to think of anybody else we've given. I, I put oh, a lot of others. thes in front of words. So, like, Johnny Depp, also is just referred to as the Depp. I've done that before. I just like to use stirs. Stirs? Yeah, I'd, call, I'd be like the Depster. The Depster? He's the Depster. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or JD. JD. Yeah. <laughs> JD's in this film. You're always playing Willy Wonka this summer. <laughs> what's a, what's a, well, I guess you already said a nickname that you've had that was weird. Uh, yeah, that was, that was one at work. Uh, I've had other ones through my life too. Like I had Mr. Cheese, I think I mentioned on this once. Yes. I had Dollar Bill when I was in junior high. That's a good one. Yeah, that was, so that stemmed from, we were at a school dance and there were a couple girls that were in one of these circles, you know, these dance circles that like got in there and started twerking before it was called twerking, right? Oh, right, right. And I fucking like went over with the dollar bill and I like Adam. put it in one of their pockets and I just like walked away. The people who, and there was one particular girl who saw me who was a friend of mine and she just called me dollar to bill for, uh, ever since. And then that one caught up for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> um, I was Elmo in high school. That was my nickname. Elmo. Is that one you enjoyed or? Yeah. Okay. I feel like that one could go either way. (laughs) Well, me and my friends were the Sesame Street crew. (laughs) Really? You guys had a name? Yeah. I was Elmo and then there was Kermit and there's Big Bird. So how'd you guys gain this name, the Sesame Street crew or the Sesame crew? Well, we were up to no good. 
uh-huh. in high school and doing up to no good things. So you chose the and name the Sesame Street we chose crew. The name. <laughs> yeah, that's what we came up with. That was our gold. Uh-huh. That's funny. I had people a... respected the Sesame Street crew, dude. It's funny though. I <laughs> in one of my grades, I actually had a nickname for a friend group also. So there was me and Vince, whom you guys have all met, and then our friend Danny, who you haven't met yet. And it was us three constantly from like sophomore through, well, up until I left the high school, but we hung out a lot outside of uh, school also. Mm-hmm. And we always called ourselves the Three Musketeers. Well, that's super fucking original. <laughs> well, Way not, to go, Adam. Not really, Matthew, but thank you for the pandering fucking comment, you asshole. <laughs> 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 Just, Three Musketeers, no one's ever used that one before. That's better than the fucking Sesame Street crew. You named yourself over a original. bunch of fucking puppets. You can't, you, can't, you can't say you named yourself after something that Dude, exists and say it's original. Kermit the Frog is a pimp. Everyone Not original, knows it. though. Originally, he's a pimp. Pimp? He and you, is. And you were Elmo? Ask Miss Piggy. Why were you Elmo? Out of all of them, you chose Elmo. Well, because he's happy and go lucky. But he's also commonly portrayed, it's fun to portray him as like a crazy serial killer. (laughs) Oh, that's true. And that's a little bit of my personality is, you know, mostly happy, go lucky, make you laugh, entertain. (laughs) With just a little tiny drop of like serial killer mixed in. Just a little drop. Just the little tiniest drop. Elmo's actually white. He's just red from the blood of his victims. Oh my goodness, Adam. There's one for you. That was intense. What's the best, this might be simple, what's the best Wi-Fi name you've seen? I can tell you the most annoying one that I've seen. What? FBI van. FBI van? I've seen that one constantly. Why is that annoying? I don't know. I just oh, just get the fact annoyed. that you see it all the time? Yeah, I just oh, okay. see it all gotcha, the time. Gotcha. Just an annoying name. Um, the one that I see a lot is Fast and Furious Network. <laughs> really? Fast and Furious, whatever. Yeah, I'll always see that a lot. I've never seen that you've one. You've never seen that one? No. Fast and Furious? Yeah. Has there been one. like a really funny one you've seen? Just like stay off, don't touch, keep <laughs> really? out. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> keep out. Don't please, go out. Please here. don't. <laughs> My um, response to that is get a fucking password. <laughs> if mean, you don't, if you don't fucking protect your Wi-Fi, it's free game. I'm sorry. Does it really matter anymore? We're all slowing each other down anyway. I know. Does dude. it really matter? Do you think Wi-Fi should be free? At this point, do you think Wi-Fi should be a service that's free for everybody? No. No, you don't? No. Why? Um, because you don't you don't deserve Wi Fi. You you have to earn Wi Fi. But it's not, a, it's not like a right. Right, but at this time though at this point, everybody uses Wi Fi so much you can't even find a job unless you apply online anymore. Yeah, but you can find places that do provide free Wi Fi. I guess that's true. Right. Yeah, I was just no, curious. I think like any other commodity, if we're charging for water and right. gasoline, yeah, then yeah, true. gotta charge, charge for, for Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's. I a think good the point. first thing we should stop charging for is water. Yeah, yeah, but. that's. I agree with that. I'm also from the desert, though, so water's very, <laughs> so, water's very dear to my heart. Yeah, we we really like our water here. <laughs> You know, some of these are funny, but some of these are really dumb. If peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would it be called? Um, Do you have an answer for that one? Fucking mouth lube. <laughs> Delicious paste. <laughs> Delicious paste. That's probably better than mouth lube. I think that's the least lube type um, of thing anywhere. Garbage cream. Garbage cream. Yeah. Okay. It's garbage. I Legumes are terrible butter. for you. They are. But they're not. They're not nuts. Butter. They're actually beans. They're not good. 
What would the world be like if it was filled with male and female copies of you? Well, right, we need to make some parameters for this. Okay. We're going to explain this, okay? So Go for it. First of all, it uses the word copies. How mm-hmm. many copies are we talking about here? I'm assuming enough to... So to like get rid of everybody who's on the planet right now and replace that exact number with copies of you. Oh. Yeah. Am I related to them? Uh I mean I'm assuming not. No. Okay. Well, we're building parameters here. That's yeah. okay. It's okay. You, you no answer is the wrong answer here, Adam. So the whole world is replaced with female and male copies of myself. Uh-huh. But I'm not blood related to any of them. No. Okay. So I can have sex with them. Sure. I'm okay with that. I can do that. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. So what would the world be like? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I thought I was just had to answer if I could live in it or not. No. What would the world be like? Yeah. Well, you wouldn't need mirrors anymore. True. Do they stay exact copies of you or do they just start as that and then go off on their own thing? Mm, I'm going to say, say they stay copies of you. So like, do I have control over them? No. No. But they're all you. But they do whatever I do? Not that they do whatever you like, do, but they're just... If I just... cut my hair, they get their haircut? No. No. But they're just all you. Okay. That'd be fucking weird. So if one of them... So <laughs> the ones that live in Montana would do what Matt would do if he lived in Montana. You know, the ones that live in Arizona would do what Matt would do if he lived in Arizona. Oh my gosh, I would get along <laughs> with everyone. Mm-hmm. I'd be friends with everybody on the planet. You think so? You think you'd be friends with yourself? Fuck yeah. Yeah? You're your own best friend, dude. Mm. Yeah, I love waking up and being me every day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I might not be the best, but I like what I got, for sure. All right, that's great. Um, It would be a slightly less productive, much more um, kind, mm-hmm. equally as cynical world as it is now. <laughs> cynical with yourself? Yeah, I think I have enough to replace everybody else's. But you'd be cynical with copies of yourself. So you'd be cynical with your own self and decisions that Matthew is making. But yeah, my personality still has a little bit of that in it. So yeah, they would all be a little bit like me, right? Right. So yeah, the world would probably be equally as cynical if you took everyone out and just replaced everyone with copies of me. Because mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more than others, I'm a little bit less than others. But what I'm equal out. but what I'm saying though is, right now the world is cynical of can be cynical of everybody else, but everybody else is not a copy of that person. Do I not understand so you, the word cynical? Maybe. So do you think it would be detrimental if it will describe to me definition of cynical? Then maybe I'm getting it wrong. Just like kind kind of a spicy dick sometimes. Cynical, I've always thought was, well, let's just fucking look it up. Because I thought cynical was like how you felt about other people. Not just about being a spicy dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I always think of. I don't know. Let's see. We'll have to consult Google here, folks. Believing that people are motivated by self-interest, distrustful of human sincerity or integrity. Okay. I I still stand. It would be equally as cynical. I would be a little bit untrusting of myself and every copy of myself. Yeah, because I don't know. Maybe they're trying to fuck with me. I do that sometimes. Yeah. Uh-huh. The thing is, you would know what to expect from everybody. So Exactly. There'd be no surprises. But they would also know what to expect from you. Mm-hmm. So. That's why I question if you'd really get along with yourself. Yeah. 
You to still oh, think after that? Yeah, absolutely. You would just quite not trust the other version of you. For sure. Because I know what they're <laughs> capable of. I'd be like, uh-uh. You probably just said that. You don't even know. See, I feel like that's just a slippery slope. And that all the of world sudden... would be full of podcasts. <laughs> It'd be, It'd be so many. And nobody would be listening to them. Because we'd all just be making them. <laughs> that would be a very good, like, Twilight Zone episode. Mm-hmm. Or I guess it's Black Mirror now, right? Yeah, Black yeah. Mirror is the new one. That that would be a really cool episode of that. Although they're bringing Twilight Zone back. Jordan Peele, baby. Yeah, man. Jordan Peele's going to do mm-hmm. the uh, hosting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to just... Because there's enough content with the old Twilight Zone to remake all the episodes and have it still run, sure. obviously, just as long. But so I'm curious if they're going to do new episodes or if they're just going to remake the old ones. Because so far the commercials I've seen have just been like, looks like remakes of like the old one. Oh, really? I assumed mm-hmm. that they were revamping it. Like all of the episodes were going to be new. I mean, I mean, very they very well could be. But like a specific uh, clip I remember is, do you remember the Twilight Zone episode where it's the guy on the plane? He starts freaking out and he looks outside the window and there's like a monster on the wing of the plane, like uh, slashing the wing. I do not. Do not remember that one? I do not remember that one. So that was an episode of Twilight Zone. And in the trailer, that was like one of the clips they showed was like this redux version of this guy on the plane. He looks out and he sees something there and starts freaking out. So I'm just wondering what they're going to do. Definitely, if that is the case, the originals mm-hmm. are good enough writing that mm-hmm. you could redo them just with new actors and new sets and stuff. Yeah. And still be entertaining. Yeah. Um, also, I think there's a big enough disconnect between mm-hmm. the generations that no one who knows Jordan Peele is also a real huge fan of the original Twilight Zone. True. So not to say no one, but right, right. I know the vast that. majority of Jordan Peele's fans have uh-huh. probably not watched all of the old originals. So there's still going to be new concepts to those people. Right. So do you do you think that with – and we've discussed a little bit on the podcast before. Uh, at least I know I have in regards to how I feel about like uh, sequels or redoing things, the remakes yeah. that they constantly make. So do you think that when you have something like as classic as the Twilight Zone, and let's just say hypothetically that Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone is going to be a 100% remake, so they're just uh-huh. remaking all of the original episodes, do you think they should do that or just let the classics be classics? I think in this case, uh-huh. it's okay to um, just remake them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just copy them new because not a lot of people have experienced the original. But I know they do this a lot with video games. Right. Uh, they'll take an old like Zelda game from mm-hmm. the N64 and they'll revamp it. You right. know, they'll put it in HD for the PlayStation or whatever. Right. Well, not the PlayStation, but for the Switch <clears throat> or whatever. Um, in those cases... I know there are a lot of people who like to play it mm-hmm. and check it out, but I feel like the um, the flair of it, like the excitement, dies out very quickly. True. I know I personally don't really enjoy watching games that I grew up with revamped. Really? Um, I don't because I've already – all my experiences are in the old mm-hmm. game and kind of the old way it looked and how that made you feel. Right. And sometimes it's almost done too well. Like they'll actually put something in HD and it will make it a whole different experience. Right. Um, something as simple as like a costume a person's wearing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you never realized they had a belt on because they couldn't get the pixels right. right. 
but now you can see he has a belt and all this shit, and it just changes the feel of the character. See, so I, I do agree with you to where I don't think, uh, like in the case of the video games, right, remaking it to the point of, like, changing the way it looks. Because, like, for a perfect example of one that I played was Majora's Mask, right? They had a remastered version for the 3DS that I played. And I enjoyed it because it was, like, updated graphics and everything, but they didn't change the costume of Link. They didn't change the colors of the scenery or, like, right. make the scenery different per se. You know, they just, you know, re up the high definition. But there was another game where I played the remastered, the one they did, and that was the first Kingdom Hearts game. Mm-hmm. And there are these bad guys called Heartless in there. And in the first game, they were all – they were very – dim monsters right so they're very dark purples blacks and then in the remastered version the game was the same the settings were the same but now like these like especially the main boss heartless they would have were now these very bright colors right you know and that bothered me so i don't i don't think it's the creator's fault because i think the remastered version (laughs) is closer to what the creator wanted if he would have been around been able to put it out today for the first time. That's how they would present it. Right. Uh, it could be a she too, I guess, if they. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's not their fault. It's it's more that your eyesight was the same as it is now when you were a kid. Right. You know what I mean? In that you actually saw with your eyeballs in high definition, in, in the real world, right? Mm-hmm. But the graphics were not as good as they are today. So you experienced less good graphics with the same eyeballs you have now. Right. Now you're still you're not changing both variables. You're keeping one variable. Your eyes still see the same, but you're experiencing a different quality of graphic. So it's going to change the whole atmosphere of it. the The pixels are in different places. There's more details on things. Mm. Um, I don't know. The feel of a dark, blocky forest going through it is different than the feel of a of a More equally dark but forest. able to see all the details right. forest. You know what I mean? There's just the same thing with the video, with the old Twilight Zones. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's kind of hazy, kind of foggy, um, all, it, it's made in the older film style. Mm-hmm. That adds to the kind of creepiness and the intensity of the show. I'm just worried that it putting it in graphics that are so easy to consume, right. so easy for your brain to not have to fill in the blanks, mm-hmm. basically. It's given all the information. I'm worried that might take some of the mystique out of it. See, that's what I worry about. So kind of going back to what you said about like the old Twilight Zones, you know, kind of having that hazy old school film feel. Yeah. Uh, one thing associated with that is, you know, effects. You know, there, right. there are a lot of, you know, cool little twists and everything in the Twilight Zones, but they're always very, you know, very, very practical and obviously practical effects, right? You know, right. down to like cheesy makeup. So... But just as you said, I think that added to what the classic Twilight yes. Zone is. Because your brain had to imagine things. Yes. Sometimes you were only given the sound of an alien ship. Mm-hmm. And you had to put the scenario in your head of how are the aliens getting there. And then right. the next scene, they would just be there. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, they have the capability and the funding to make an awesome alien landing scene. Right. So you don't have to make that up in your head anymore. You're just instantly given what to imagine right and the same way we've been talking about this for a while now actually mm-hmm. over the last few podcasts that imagination is coming back dude. yeah 
people want to not be given every single detail. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think that Jordan Peele is fucking fantastic. Yeah, I love and him. He's he's hosting it, but doesn't isn't he also directing it? Um, I'm not sure about directing it, but I do think that he is the reason it's coming back. So, so he, he has a behind-the-scenes influence on it in some yeah, way. Yeah, I think he was the one that was like, I want to remake Twilight Zone. So yeah. I do think that all these things we're talking about, uh-huh. he's probably thought of. Mm-hmm. And I do trust him that I think it's going to be really good. He's still going to keep a lot of the uh, the creepy intensity in it. Yeah. Well, that's definitely his movies. I haven't seen his new movie, but he has a new horror movie called Us that's out. That's oh, I really want to see that. Everybody's talking I about it. I really want to see yeah. that. But, yeah, interesting. Kind of bit, bit of a tangent there, but I am interested in what this new Twilight Zone is going to bring for us because I do really like the classic. I saw an article and briefly skimmed over it since we're talking about Jordan Peele mm-hmm. that they it was an article about that he's not the new – Spielberg or not the new Tarantino he's the first Jordan Jordan Peele, Peele in yeah. that his style and how he how he directs and how he he puts influence onto the stage mm-hmm. is a way that no one's really done before yeah like I guess in the beginning of his career he got criticized a lot that mm-hmm. he wasn't enough like the successful people you know what I mean? Like the Spielbergs and the Tarantinos and stuff. Early in his uh, directing career, you mean? Or specifically I, just I his career so. together? Because um, he started on Mad TV as just one of the people doing the skits. Yeah. So earlier in his directing career, I guess, okay. as he as he grew more and started to um, be more influential on making it making the actual shows happen. Right. Uh, they were they said things like, "You aren't going to make it because you're not enough like these guys." And now, of course, he's made it. Mm-hmm. So they're talking a lot about how, oh, he's the first one like him. Right. You know, that there hasn't been someone like him come through yet. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of interesting. Yeah. It, it's interesting. I don't know how much I agree with that yet, just because I feel like it's hard to, because Us is just his second film. Mm-hmm. So I'm always curious as to, like, okay, well, you know, the, I can't even remember what his first one was called now. But, oh, Get Out. Is that what it was called, the first one he did? Sure. Okay, so, but he did, uh, have you not seen Get Out? Haven't. Oh, well, you should watch it. But that was, like, the first horror movie he did, and there's the second one out now, and I just think it's hard to say, like, oh, he's the first, you know, of course he's the first Jordan Peele, but what's, you're not really gonna get an understanding of his style until he has, like, you know, at least three or four, even five movies out for you to go back and analyze. You're also a harder critic than 90% of people are because it's a lot of your passion, too. Well, regardless on whether I'm a harder critic, you you don't sit there and if one person comes out with one really good film, you don't sit there and say, like, oh, they're the best director that ever lived when you have a Spielberg out there that's done 20. Because for all you know, this person could do 20 films and one of them could just be a hit and the other one's fucking flops. I see what you're saying, but I really do think that if you just have one piece of work that's still your portfolio, mm-hmm. that's still what you get judged off of True. until you come up with another piece of work. True. I mean, if there's a guy who only makes one movie and mm-hmm. it truly is the greatest movie that's ever been made, is he not the greatest director ever? Well, it depends, I guess, how much movies he makes after that at that point. I just personally think that's like jumping the gun a little bit. But True. But you're right. People are going to think what they think. All right, let's go back to these questions here. If life were a video game, what would some of the cheat codes be? 
Got one? Well, you know what I've always wanted to be able to do hmm. is like just snap my fingers and have things happen, like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay. Like just like snap and my room's clean. Right. So maybe like snap, enter. <laughs> snap, enter. You know what enter, I mean? And right. then like whatever you want just happens. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Okay. There would have to be a laundry cheat code because laundry fucking sucks. That's true. I've never met a human being who enjoys doing laundry. Yeah. If you're that person, Leave a comment. I want to meet you. <laughs> we'll have you on the podcast. Um, everyone hates laundry, so there'd have to be a cheat code for that, for sure. Okay. I mean, obviously, like, infinite money. That's right. boring. But I guess that'd be the first one we would all want. If everyone had that cheat code, though, it would make it totally useless, just so you know. It would only work if one person had the infinite money cheat code. True. Because if we all have it, you just destroyed the currency system. It's true. So you have to buy a Game Shark for it. That's not gonna work. Game Shark, you remember that? Do you remember Game Shark? That, that used to be the only way you could cheat. <laughs> yeah, that was the only way. It was this Those big bulky plastic thing and that you, get you had the to book put in it with yeah. all the cheat codes in it for all the different games. <laughs> and you had to manually go in there and type them all in. Let's and... see if you know this one. What's Rosebud from? Rosebud. Rosebud. Citizen Kane, the movie. No, what the cheat code? Rosebud. What game oh, is I don't it from? Know that. It's like. The most well-known cheat code ever. Everyone knows. Road, Rosebud. It gives you $1,000. In what? The Sims. Oh. I mean, I probably used it at some point, but the the only one I remember ever using cheat codes in was the very first one. I never used them in, like, the second or third one. Oh, you probably used Rosebud. I probably used Rosebud. To this day, right. that's still the still the cheat code for money. And wasn't it like a chat window you had to open within uh-huh. the game or something like yeah, that? Yeah, most of them were then, back then. Was it? Yeah, that's how you did it. <laughs> oh, the old cheat codes. And now, do you, are there, you, is there even any of the, like, the possibility? It's not like cheat codes anymore. It's like you download people's mods now, right? Yeah, now you just that's modify like you the game. They go in and actually change the code of the game. Yeah. You can do things that are really cool now. I see some streamers do it where it's not so much cheat codes, but they can go in and change like the um, the display of the game. So there's okay. one in particular that will I forget what it's called, but it it determines how much field of view you have. So if you're playing like a first person shooter, uh-huh. it would determine how much sight you have from like your peripherals, like around you. So okay. how far back the camera is pulled from the back of your character's head. And this, but this is like a mod that you'd have to download, No, this right? is literally a piece of the coding. Oh. This is, so there's a lot of people now who actually will go into like the diagnostics or the coding of mm-hmm. the game and will change uh, variables in there, will change numbers. And that actually affects how the game looks and plays. Mm-hmm. So a lot of streamers will do that to make it easier to see, to make it better for their viewers and stuff like that. You can go in and um, if it's like a game that speeds up time, mm-hmm. Like The Sims, for example. So right. there's a there's three forms of time. You can speed it up up to three times. But if everyone's asleep on your screen, it goes up to like 15 times. Mm. Well, you can go in and change the code. It's pretty easy. And you can make it so you can always do 15 times speed. So you can get things done really quickly. Gotcha. Like, so you're not necessarily cheating. You're taking an element of the game that's already there, mm-hmm. but you're not using it within the parameters that the designer wanted you to. 
Interesting. And this is supposedly simple enough for anybody to go into the coding oh, yeah, of the can, game. You can Google and... all those. It's just literally in the files. The oh, game I see. Files. Interesting. Yeah, it's not. You can even save the original file and then copy it and right. use that. And then if you don't like it, you can go back to the original. I like, never realized that the coding for these <laughs> games were just like available there if you like download the game. I thought it was like there's some encryption or whatnot. Yeah, no, when you when codes. you install a game, that's right. what the installing is. So you download all the all Well, the I files know that's what the installing is. I'm saying to be able to actually access it. I thought oh, there was no, just some kind of encryption. Bro. No, no, I, I'm not. I'm not putting you down or anything either. I didn't mean to make you no, like, no, no, feel no, silly, I... but no. Literally, you you install the actual files, and uh-huh. then you can click on the. If you go to the start, well, back in the day, I don't know if you right, yeah, yeah. You can go to the start menu and go uh-huh. to the game and go like right click on it and go details, uh-huh. and it brings up all the, all the files for the. Game. You can go into it and see every piece of information that's in the game you can just go in there and just fucking change it on a lot of games yeah wow i the first place i ever saw being able to do that was myspace remember that was the thing everybody did with myspace where you would go and yes you go into there and you'd be like oh i'm gonna change this yeah i'm gonna change this blue to orange i'm going to add falling letters and then you could find pictures online and make that your background (laughs) yeah anything you could find Everybody was a coder back in the MySpace days. <laughs> in the beginning of computers, you had to be in yeah. order to interact with a computer. That's true. You had to know at least a little bit about how to run or use code, mm-hmm. at least how to read it. I mean, it used to be that's all it was. It was just a black screen with a green cursor. And it's like, okay, start typing, <laughs> start typing something in to get it to work. Well, what's really cool is in essence that, I mean, it's still that. It's mm-hmm. just a super-duper complex version of that but i mean all they've done is build blocks over Mm -hmm. time and then they save those blocks and then they use them in the next one and they Mm -hmm. build on it you know what i mean so they don't ever have to start from ground zero again it's always saved right they just build on it and we've been able to build up to this use the same kind of engines i think we could go further too if the hardware um i think the hardware is being outpaced by the software is being the hardware is being outpaced? Yes. Yeah, so the hardware is not keeping up with. The oh, software. okay, okay, yeah. I, I think agree. that the software could we could do more with computers mm-hmm. if we could make the actual components run faster and work better. Maybe that's what this Google Stadia is going to do. Well, that's being in the cloud. That's one cool thing. The cloud is very neat because uh-huh. it takes away a lot of the hardware mm-hmm. that's needed. Um, but what's really cool, and I don't know a lot about it, mm-hmm. but we actually live right next door to where some pretty cool stuff is happening. Um, you know the Intel plant that they're building yes. pretty near us. On the outskirts of Phoenix, mm-hmm. um, they're building, they already have an Intel plant where they make chips mm-hmm. for Intel. Well, they're doubling it. They're building the exact same plant right next to it. Right. And I've heard, I don't know anything about it or how it's going to work or anything. I'm sorry. I don't have any information to give you. (laughs) I only have rumors. So I'm going to spread them. I've heard that the next rendition of chips are not going to be flat. They're going to be cubes. So basically, rather than trying to pack more information into this chip, they're just going to start multiplying the chip. Mm -hmm. So every layer of the cube will be like one chip is now. I also heard that along those lines, they're not going to be using, I might be getting this wrong on on some level, but I know that it was something having to do with not using like metals anymore and use, there's like this like almost like a a flexible plastic 
that's yeah. able to conduct electricity and pass information, kind of like the brain. Like the, the right, pictures of right. it looked like little wrinkles in a brain, yeah. but it was in the form of a cube. So that's the, I think that's what they're planning on the future of the hardware being. So they have the, the idea for it. It's, right. The R and D is done, but now they're literally there's cranes out there literally putting the pieces. They're building the plant right now, guys. Yeah. So they've been doing <laughs> it for years. Uh, when it's done, I assume that a few years after that, they're gonna start cranking out these new, fucking cube processor things. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's supposed to be. You're not multiplying it. You're mm-hmm. exponing it. Right. You're doing exponents. So it's not like, you know, if there's. 16,000 bits of information on a chip, okay? Right. If you have two of those, you're not doing 16,000 times two. Mm-hmm. It becomes 16,000 times 16,000. So you're multiplying it by itself. Right. And then every layer does it again. It takes that answer and does it by the original amount. It's a lot of so information. It's, it's how, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a lot about it, but I, that's how computers work, dude. They right. multiply like that. Um, so yeah, they'll be able to do... You'll get to a new point where mm-hmm. the software will have to keep up with the hardware, and they'll be yeah. able to put a lot of research and development into the software again mm-hmm. and kind of push us forward again. It's But it's it comes down to what we were talking about yesterday or the day before. Mm-hmm. That I think it was yesterday with working with your hands. Oh, yeah. No matter how many geniuses come up with programs and this and that, you still have still to take cranes and you have to build <laughs> a big box yep. that's called a factory mm-hmm. and then you have to put machines in it and then you can print the chips so you can make your software that you love so much. Right. But it, to start anything, you have to build a box called a factory. At least for now until there's robots that can just do that for us. Even then, you got to build a robot that's factory. Right. You got to build the robot factory. Yep. Everything starts with a factory, dude. Until all robots are just making everything. But we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Uh, oh, here's uh, here's a fun one. What's the weirdest thing a guest has done at your house? <laughs> the weirdest thing a guest has done at my house. My friend peed on my bed once. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, where's okay. Like, pissed himself while sitting on my bed. Was it like he was sleeping and he wet the bed? We were watching or? Saw. Oh, and it was really the scared. it was the scene where they open up the closet, or whatever, and it's the pig face dude uh-huh. who attacks. We were kids, right? He pissed himself uh-huh. <laughs> on my bed. That was oh rude as fuck. Gosh. I don't think I've ever been scared to the point of pissing myself. Me neither, ever. especially not from a fucking movie. Not from a movie. <laughs> I wonder um, how he's doing now. I wonder if he stays away from horror movies or not. That same friend, actually, as a kid, we were at my grandmother's house one time. Uh And we were in the back bedroom at my grandma's house. It was the first time he had ever been there. I think it was one of the first times we ever really hung out outside of, like, school. Okay. And we were sitting there watching TV, and it was getting later. And he looks up, and he's like, what's for dinner? And I just remember, even as a kid, being like, no one invited you to dinner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't say that, but I was like... No one fucking invited you to dinner. Right. You know what I mean? Like, who are you to assume that you're getting dinner? Yeah. Kids kids are funny that way, dude. I remember <laughs> when uh, – I can't think of, like, any time older having, like, a guest do something weird. But I do remember when I was younger, my brother and I, there were these neighbor kids that would visit their grandparents down the street. You know, so we'd see them once every few months and we'd play that for them with them for the week that they were visiting. Uh-huh. And, you know, but they were one of those friends where you had fun with them. But, you know, a little too much of them was like, all right, I'm fucking sick of you guys. Like, go home. Right. 
and they were at our house once and they wanted to borrow some video game. We were like seven or eight, you know, and my brother just, and my brother and I didn't want to just tell him, we don't want to give you the game, you know? Right. So we just told them like, like, no, our parents aren't going like to allow us to like, let you borrow that. And they were like, well, can you ask them? We were like, like, no, we're not going to ask if you go ask them. And we totally did it thinking that that was going to be like, oh, well, I'm not going to go ask the parents. And they were like, okay. Yeah, they were like, okay. And they fucking like walked out and started to like ask my parents. And I like grabbed them. I was like, no, no, come here. And just basically told them, no, you can't borrow the game. It's our game. Sorry. <laughs> like, we don't want you to have yeah. it, okay? If you're going to make me be a dick. <laughs> but it was, the, it was the same kind of situation with the guy inviting himself to dinner. Yeah. Of like, come on, Dude, man. Really? Like, I mean, really? he was a kid in his defense. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Of course. We all were. But. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to. But I've never had like any like crazy situation happen with even family. Like I've never had any like really crazy story with a guest worth talking about. Um, I'm sure it happens to people all the time. Though, see, the thing is, I think that I have been that guest. I feel like we all have at one point, though. Well, more often than that guest has been presented to me. Mm, Like, I'm usually that guest. How so? Well, at least in my past. Okay. um, I would go, I would be invited to a lot of um, parties. Uh Uh-huh. And I wouldn't conduct myself very well. And I would usually end up pissing off most of the party. Uh, But I was also the guy, Adam, who didn't take like social cues. So I, in my world Uh as Matthew, I had no fucking clue that I had pissed the whole party off and I'm having a good old time. Right. So I'm like the the guy, especially when you find out later and you're just like, well, it's like, I didn't find out until years later. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So by that time I was like, whatever, but no, I went through this blissful time period in my life where I was just kind of an asshole and didn't realize it (laughs) yeah so i would like piss people off and then a few minutes later be like let's do shots man right and they you know of course you don't say no to shots of course not so people do with you (laughs) and before you know it they're doing shots with the guy who they don't even like right talking shit behind your back and i had no idea i was just blissfully unaware oh that's always the worst i party for me dude i don't party Mm -hmm. for other people when i go to a party i i'm there to have a good time for myself right hey i I feel you man but sometimes i miss it you know, I've gotten but, better. So it's it's all about growing, right? It's all yeah. about growing. But like, uh, it always bothers me during because I had uh, I had one instance uh, along those same lines where I remember I went to vacation with a bunch of friends, and you know, but we've discussed it before. I'm a goofball, you yes, know, you and are. sometimes I can get a little overboard, you know. But when that happens, <laughs> never. you know, never, never, no, never with me. But so we were on a we were on this vacation to uh, California, and at some point, luckily it wasn't too far into the vacation. But like two days in, somebody, uh, a good friend of mine who went with us, like basically told me that I've been like annoying everybody. Oh no! You know the like past couple of days. Like thanks for waiting. Including the drive up there. Yeah. Well, and that was exactly like my argument with with them when they were telling me this. I'm like, okay, but. I mean, I'm sorry that I've been doing that, but what the fuck do you want me to do? Like, you you decided to go two days without telling me. Right. If you had told me, I probably could have, you know, made some changes. So right. I wasn't doing that to everybody on this vacation. How funny. You know, but it is the same thing with situations like the thing with the party. You know, it's like if I were that person at a party, I'd like a friend to pull me aside and be like, bro, 
you know, just so you know. I mean, what I want to do afterwards is up to me, but at least to have somebody pull me aside and just let me know, like, hey, this is how people are perceiving you right now. I remember one specific party I went to. It was a pink party. Um, And I was was a youngster. I was in my early 20s, late teens. I don't know. Uh And uh, it was a pink party, so everyone wore pink. I remember going there, dude. And just getting totally trashed. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I drank an irresponsible amount that <laughs> night. And I do remember actually more than once multiple people doing what you just said, like pulling me to the side and being uh-huh. like, Matthew, you're pissing people off. Oh. And I remember specifically looking at him and being like, nah, nah, you're good. They're not mad. You don't even know. Like you got it, you got it wrong, dude. You're misinterpreting it. We're good. And then I just run off and keep doing my thing. Right. And they did. They kept trying to tell me. Till it got to a point, actually, I remember one dude was finally like, I think that a couple people are probably going to kick your ass if you don't leave. And I remember looking at him at him and being like, it's not my first rodeo. (laughs) I was was just irresponsibly drunk. To get to a point where people are telling you, if you don't leave, these people are probably going to kick your ass. And I was like, no, no, it's okay. I can only imagine what the fuck Matthew was doing at this damn party. So what did I have? Did you just stay through the whole party? Well, I had a more responsible friend um, who, yes, removed us from the party. I was like, let's Told go. us it was time to leave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> just No matter what they told me, I was like, no, no, it's okay. We're good. You ever just been kicked out of a bar before for getting too drunk? No. I was kicked out of a bar once for getting too drunk. I've been kicked out of a bar because the girl I was with didn't have an ID. Oh, that doesn't count. I'm talking about for being, like, obnoxious or no. really drunk. No, I've never been asked to leave. So I went to... <laughs> <laughs> I have. So <laughs> when I was, when I, was I think, uh, this is when I was living in Los Angeles. I think I was uh, tw- 21 or 22 at this point. And every time. Uh, 21 or 22 at this point. And I was with uh, my cousin who lives out there, and she wanted to go do Sunday Fun Day, right? So and it was the first day of football season, and she's from Minnesota, so we we're going to this bar Minnesota. to root for the Vikings, Minnesota, right. to you know root for the Vikings and everything. And it was a sports bar, so they had like every game playing on random TVs, right? But it was uh, the start of football season, so you go there at like 9 a.m. I just remembered this is a story about you getting kicked out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. Do you forget there for I a did. second? I totally did. I'm like, what is he telling? Okay, all right. So, and so we were meeting at this bar at like 9 a.m. And my cousin and her husband had to leave at one point to go to like make some appearance at a baby shower or a birthday party, and then they were going to come back. Okay. So they were there with me in the morning. We were all drinking, you know, lightly <laughs> drinking. And when they left, her husband told his friend who was there with me, because I, I was just starting like my, my drinking obnoxiously phase after turning 21. Right. And was like, take care of him, right? So... You're like, all right. Yeah, so he started to give me, like, shots, and I took a couple shots of things here and there. And then at some point, there was just way too many shots involved, way too many (laughs) drinks involved, because I don't know how much I drank. I don't know anything. I just remember all of a sudden I was coming back from the bathroom, and as I was walking back, there was this giant-ass bouncer behind me. And when he was like, you need to leave. And I looked and I remember specifically turning around, looking at him, then looking up to his face (laughs) and going, 
I think you're right. <laughs> I fucking, I go, can I just like sit outside? And they're like, yeah. And I was, and I went back to my table with all, with all of my cousin's friends. And all the mind, I was like, so I got kicked out. I'm going to go sit outside. You guys have a good time. How I went out funny. there and I was like having cigarettes and like, they were all like taking turns to go out and just sit with me until my cousin came back. And oh my gosh, my cousin came, picked me up, brought me home. And I like slept the whole day and woke up at 8 p.m. So I got wasted drunk, went to sleep, then woke up the same day with a raging hangover. Oh, boy. So I got the entire experience in one fucking day. But that was, that's my story of getting kicked out of a bar. (laughs) That's funny as hell. Um, I've never been kicked out. All my bouncer experiences are good ones. <laughs> really? I've, I always end up drinking with the bouncer. Oh, that's cool. Uh, we have a local bar here in, in the town we're at, and it's the only bar, so everyone goes there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've been there twice, and both times I ended up drinking with the same bouncer, oh, hell doing yeah. shots with him, because I always drink, not irresponsibly, but an irresponsible amount right. is always what happens. I always end up becoming the super drunk guy. Mm. Um, so yeah, I was like, shots! You know? <laughs> and I never worry about the bill. It's 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 a problem is what it is. Ooh, I'll just I... have as much fun as I want to have and then suffer the consequences afterwards. Worry about it later. That's, that's, that's a redeeming quality in some cases, though. Well, other because... people love it. Well, other people love it, but you still get the get uh, have a good night for it. Sure you do. Know? It's Every the time. memories you're building, and then yeah, you have to deal with the bullshit afterwards. But the last time I went to the strip club, um, I was with a friend, and this mm-hmm. was a while ago. I don't go very often, guys. Okay, I've been like twice in my life. <laughs> but the last time I went, um, I sat inside with my friend for a little while, and then I ended up going to the stage, and one of the um, entertainers. Uh huh asked if I had a cigarette. And I was like, yeah, totally. You know, So I ended up outside for like four hours with just different entertainers would come after they were done entertaining um, and they would take their breaks outside. And it got to the point where I was sitting with the female entertainers uh-huh. so much out there that one of the bouncers, they actually sent a bouncer out. Uh, and at first he was just kind of like smoking a cigarette next to us and he would kind of look over and they wanted to make sure that I wasn't like selling like, drugs yeah. or doing anything illegal or messing with the girls. They're very, uh-huh. very protective of the entertainers. Right. They're very protective of the entertainers. <laughs> um, so yeah, but it, for like four hours I was out there and they would just come one by one and uh-huh. I'd smoke cigarettes and hang out with them and talk to them. And then the bouncer got in our circle and he was talking with us and he'd like <laughs> open the door for someone when they were signed to come in. And then he would go back to talking. And that was my experience. I didn't pay any, any, anything. I got to hang out with all the entertainers. I didn't have to pay anything. Oh, that's a that's a good night. It was great. I've had I've had nights like that at a uh, at strip clubs also. I I always tell people that the best time to go to strip clubs is like honestly during the really slow times, like on a because, Wednesday. Yeah, like on a Wednesday afternoon, <laughs> because you'll be sitting in there, you know, and like you interact obviously at first, but then eventually it's like just you and a few of your friends sitting down at one of the tables having a drink, you know, and then if when you're like three of eight people in this entire, you know, joint, you know, yeah. eventually you have people coming to sit down with you and talk with oh, you and sure. stuff like that. And just becomes a hangout joint at that point. And it's then... a lot cheaper because you're not competing. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Um, speaking of cheaper, I remember going back in that night when <laughs> uh-huh. it was time to leave. 
well, that morning when it was time to leave. It was like uh-huh. two in the morning. Um, oh, because you were there with Fred's, right? I was so there your with friends a were friend. still a, you, So your the friend, friend was, was still, still inside. inside. And he was having a grand old time. He right. was fine. Um, but I went in, and I remember, and the entertainer got up, and he was like, okay, what do I owe you? And he pulls out. He has like two 20s, right? He pulls them out, and he's like getting ready to see if it's going to be like one or two of them. And she's like, 160. Uh, to your friend? To your friend. To my friend, yeah. Oh, she's like, 160. And he was like, okay, hold on. I'll be right back. I have to go to the ATM. So I went to the ATM and pulled out like a hundred and twenty. Uh, I had to pay like a twenty dollar fee for using the ATM. It's like at the six bucks. Club. It's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happens if you stiff a stripper. <laughs> like if you don't pay them is what I meant. <laughs> um, I don't know what happens, but I know that I've never met anyone who wanted to find out. So it must be something That's bad. That's true. I'm actually really curious now. Well, if they the... obviously ask you to leave. Well, I just of don't know how aggressively they ask right. you to leave. I well, and I, I've. I've literally I mean, never they seen don't, it happen, Adam. I well, I've never seen it happen either. But I, but I'm sure it has happened. And if it has happened, I'm curious if it's just as simple as you know whether how aggressive it is or not asking you to leave, or if it's asking you to leave and also we're going to bill you. You can make payment plans. Well, you know? I mean, if you think they don't have, unless you have a tab open with the bar, right? They don't keep any kind of collateral. That's they true. They don't keep your ID. It's not like it's not you like, could literally get up and just run away. It's not like the entertainer gives you a receipt. No, and you don't <laughs> you don't get charged until after the. Uh, show. Yes. Okay. So you get you get the not the product. I hate. I'm trying not to use the word product. You get the value before you have to pay for it. Right. So basically, they're all done. You got uh-huh. everything you wanted, and then they're like, "Okay, it's thirty five dollars," and you're like, "Well, I don't have it." What would they do? They'd be like, "Well, you have to have it." And you'd be like, "Okay, well, I don't have it." Well, you have to leave. Okay, bye. I mean. Like, I what, mean, I guess they just blacklist you. Like, you what pro- are they going to do? Call probably, the police? I mean, probably not. Like, you, they probably just ask you to leave and then say like you can't come back here. They probably have a way to blacklist oh, you. And like, that's the worst punishment. Yeah, you give that's why people don't do it. So they'll be like, like oh, I want to come back here. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But that's probably what they do. They're probably like, oh, you're blacklisted now. You can't come back. It's a absolute literal adult candy store. Mm-hmm. It is like the same yeah. exact, exact emotions. If you can remember back, you remember like. In the mall, there mm-hmm. used to be the candy store in the mall yeah. where you go and you get this big bag of, like, plastic bag and you can put a pound of candy in it. Uh-huh. And you go up and fuck all to the price because your parents are going to pay it. You can just have whatever candy you want for free. Right. That. Do you remember that feeling it gave you inside? Like yeah. The emotion it tapped onto? I'd agree. It's about the same. That is the exact feeling yeah. as a male that you get when you walk into a strip club. I'd agree with you. It's just... Your mouth opens and you breathe in because it smells amazing and you look around and you just, it's that thing of like, where do I start? Yeah. Where do I start? (laughs) It's the hardest decision to make of the whole night. Where do I start? Oh my gosh, that's so true though. I I I will it's be the honest, most genius I, business concept. Ever. I enjoy strip clubs, dude. I used, Everybody does. I used to have all. I used to go to them a lot. You Ooh. know who has the most fun in strip clubs that I've seen? Hmm, the, the fucking strippers. Oh yeah, they have. It is a party every night. They are. <laughs> n- trust me. The one the entertainers that I have met, uh-huh. and I've met probably more than a dozen. Uh-huh. Okay. They're very happy to be doing it. They are not upset with their choice of line of work. 
uh, if they could go back and make the choice again, they told me they would happily do it again. You know, you're you're actually you're so, correct. I remember I've even actually have met a couple people, and, and this actually bleeds over to the porn industry also. Yeah. Uh, having lived in LA, I've, I've met a couple porn stars, and then just through my life, I've met a couple people who were either strippers or had been strippers. Oh, yeah. And you always ask them those kind of questions: Do you regret it? Do yeah. you like doing? It? They, I've they never all met love anyone it. else. They yeah. love it. They get I, paid. Very, very well. Yeah. They love the pay-to-work ratio. Mm-hmm. Was what I've been told. Um, no, I don't know. No regrets. Yeah. It's not like anyone is torturing anybody in the back room or anything. Like, no. they're very, very safe. Uh, it's it's pretty damn clean. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think that for the most part, ninety percent of those establishments are are well done. I'm sure that there's a couple freak shows out there where they don't treat people good and do crazy. Oh, yeah. But for the most part, I do think that it's been around long enough that it's a pretty stable industry. Yeah, a pretty stable industry. And and again, just keep in mind, guys, we're just telling you from our experience. Yeah, and I've certainly never met all of them. Yeah. (laughs) I've met like 12. just before, from what we've been told by women who have done this kind of line of work, that nobody ever really complains it. about it. Yeah, they don't seem to hate it. You know, they complain about it like they do with any other job. You know, that you have. But I mean, the pay-to-work ratio is pretty solid. Yeah, and that's why people get into it. That's true. All right. Well, on that note. On that note, we're out of time here, folks. <laughs> we are out of time here, folks. Well, that was a that was a fun little one. It was nice to do something a little more lighthearted than yesterday. Yeah. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. We always appreciate it. Remember, you can follow us on all the social media networks. Um, Let us know in the comments, too, if there's a specific topic you want us to focus on. Um, Let us know some of the answers to the questions we asked today. And uh, just, you know, like, comment, subscribe as usual, guys. And we have a second update coming out soon, as we have been uh, telling you guys about uh, here on the podcast. And any final thoughts, Matthew? There is. Oh, okay. If Goofy was a real person, I would love to do a podcast with him. But he's not, so I found you. Thank you. I take it as a compliment. (laughs) Goofy's a fantastic person. And in Kingdom Hearts, he's the only useful ally that Sora has. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye.